0: We'll like
1: Clear. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Yo, man, I just wanna let everybody know we trying to do the video shit, man, but we gotta work out the kinks when it comes to um virtual videoing because we do everything virtual right now at this moment, at this present time. So I gotta figure out the kinks, um and um and stop being cheap. So I'm probably just gonna pay for something and just say fuck it and keep it moving. So We'll we'll be we'll be stocked, ready to go. Especially with these two um, two podcasts a, a week, I think video is a great element to have, and we're gonna have it. So we're gonna figure it out. Uh, you know what I mean? We're gonna figure it out. So Trey, how you doing, bro? You back from su- sunny California?
2: <laughs>
1: yes, indeed. <laughs> I am back,
0: and when you come home, it's not always home sweet home. <laughs> So you ready to move, sir? Cali is officially my home. Yeah, okay. 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 When you stand on the balcony and you smell the air, uh-huh. And the universe smiles on your face, uh-huh. It's a rap. It's a rap. It's done with you. <laughs> <laughs> you said it's a that's rap. when shit get different. When you look up in the sky, the universe smiles on your face, bro. Oh my goodness, it's different. Man. <laughs> and when your day goes just smooth throughout the day. Like you're uh-huh. moving mad fast, but everything is smooth. Bro, it's, it's like when you're hooping, uh-huh. when you're hooping and your game is on point, basketball yeah, is fast paced. Yes it but is. But when your game is on point, it all slows down because it's coming together. Yep. That's how I feel.
1: Yo, i would say this bro, Amen. you got back hella quick son. Cause I swear we just talked
0: and then all of a sudden, yeah, I'll be back going. I'm like,
1: huh? The fuck you mean son? You Yo, I didn't here. tell
0: you the story. I'm beefing with Uber. Mm. I had a 5:30 a.m. flight, right? Uh huh. Yo, <laughs> I couldn't get an Uber for an hour. Whoa. Searching, 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 searching. While you was searching, up there? Oh, were you? Yeah. Down?
1: Oh shit. Yo,
0: when I was here, I ended up taking a yellow taxi. Oh okay. Damn. Cause Uber doubled their prices up. Yeah they, yeah, they do. I pressed the button for the twenty six dollars, cause I ain't far from the airport. Right. When it was time to accept, the shit went up to fifty five. Nah. So I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm not doing that shit." Mm-hmm. So I called my man. He didn't answer the phone. You live too far out for that. This is like, so I walked down there where the yellow cabs was at. I forgot about it. Right, just took one of them. Yeah, it was like it was uh thirty two dollars. I think it was. Yeah, ain't too bad. Ain't too bad. About the same as Uber. I was wondering, you know, what I mean, I'm thinking like this nigga better not hit me with no crazy ass price, man. He ain't gonna get paid. Yeah, I know. that's right. Do some dumb nigga shit. You gonna be dropping over there? I'm um, just get out. <laughs> you know I mean? But nah, he was cool. I just paid him cash, man. Gave him a little bullshit ass tip because I was just happy to get home because uh, right, right. I wasn't paying no fifty five dollars to go home to the airport, and I'm only fifteen miles away. Yeah,
1: yeah. They almost hit me with that same shit when I left the airport. Um, when I came back from um from um Knoxville they almost hit me with that same shit bro i was like god damn what's what's going on with the, um with the uber prices also it might be common. download lift but at certain times of the day it peak prices they be hitting with the peak the peak day um prices
0: but i don't think that was peak though day after valentine's day i'm at the airport what time of the three day that? It? it was like three and a half to the afternoon
1: yeah that's the peak time
0: from the airport on a tuesday yeah yeah I mean, I'm not saying you're not right. I just I wasn't aware. Yeah, they be surging, but them be surging
2: them, them
1: right. yellow
0: them yellow calves that be down there on the end, they race it the same. Yep,
1: yep. Old school, old, old school. school, old school. They be driving hella slow sometimes.
0: You know what I'm saying? So they so that no, meter you. can run. But, Yo, I ain't even to bullshit. I watch that meter down in the whole ride. Oh yeah, hell yeah. They start you off for three dollars. Yep. And, and that motherfucker will jump to six quickly. Yep.
1: Two, and that should go, like, from, go from where you was sitting to the end of the airport, $6. You're like, what the fuck is going on? It? Yeah!
0: That motherfucker said 682 and we didn't even get out the airport yet. <laughs> right, right. I'm
2: like, okay. That's you? But yeah, it was
0: cool. I thought I was being all cool.
2: What the fuck is that?
0: that Shouldn't be, I'm, I don't have nothing attached. My phone's not attached and I don't have any other apps open. Like, last, it was me last time. Uh, I don't know what that is. So. I'm telling
1: you, I think I think I um I think somebody else is connected to my boys, so.
0: Damn, that's weird.
1: Your next door neighbor? Oh my damn big head son. That could be possible. Yeah. You got your TikTok playing through there. That's why I think it I think exactly what that is.
0: TikTok. Damn, he on TikTok at seven <laughs> sixteen?
1: Man, these fucking kids, bro. Hey, wake up to the talk, huh? Bro, these kids be wildin', man. Like we, like I, right, we, we, we you know, we black male podcast. We be a little transparent. So him and I was having a conversation of um, yesterday. Shit, fuck. It. We was talking yesterday. We was in the car, and um, <clears throat> he got an opportunity where he can do some um, kid modeling. You know what I'm saying? So we working those, I working that shit out. <clears throat> where you know because he's tall. He's a tall, eleven year old, nice stature. You know, handsome little boy and got his little locks. So they were talking about, you know, about him being in some Nike um stuff and you know, he that's all for the most part he wear a lot of Nike. He just got a he just got his first pair of Pumas and he really loved those and he was like, "Damn, yeah, <clears throat> you know, how's everything going with the model and stuff?" I said, "Nah, it's cool." I said, "Right now we just go do some headshots. We'll probably do it this weekend and we'll send everything over to them that they need." Um and he was like, "Yeah, that's good cuz you are a photographer, you know, you can get them done quick." I said, "Correct." So he was like, "Man, how much money I'm I making?" I said, "See, the problem is right there." I said, "You, you're a hella materialistic." You know what I'm saying? Like you, you already spending the money before you got the money. I said, yeah, yeah. "You ain't even thinking about what you, what else you can do." And I know that you're 11. I said, "But we talk about these things all the time." You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, "The problem is, you are hella materialistic." I said, "So fresh off the gate, I'm gonna let you know how this shit gonna go." Fifty percent of whatever you bring in is going to your savings. I said the other bit I'll let you have. You know what I'm saying? I said I, no. I told him fifty. To, I, fit, I said fifty to seventy percent of it is going to your savings. The other little bit we're gonna let you have. I said, and you can spend it how you need. And if you and he was like, yeah, I want to be able to give my little brother some money. That's cool. You can just give him some money. Whatever you do, I don't care. I said, but fifty, 50 to seventy percent is going into savings. Then he asked, so what's the savings for? I said, you know, we talk about money management. Savings is for life. Uh, He was like, bills and stuff? I said, whatever entails in life for you once you're outside of my walls, that's what your savings is for. You know what I mean? I said, if you're going to be doing something that's going to make you money, you're going to put this money away because when life hits you, you gotta be prepared and be able to be ready for it. And not like how I was when life hit me and I just had to work check to check and try to figure this shit out. I said, so when life hits you, you'll be well prepared. I said, but the thing is this, don't go into the world spending all your money just so you can look good. I said, all them people you follow on TikTok and that you see on YouTube, I said about 70% of them motherfuckers is really broke and they fronting. I said, all they really doing is showing They just show y'all that, oh, I got all of this, I got all of these Hermes and Gucci and name brand shit. I said, but they ain't got no money, for real. They can't even pay their bills and they worry check to check. I said, don't turn out to be no bum ass rich nigga.
0: Yeah, it He looked at me
1: like, for real? I said, Deshaun, you know I'm in the entertainment world. You've seen me around a lot of celebrity people. I said, a lot of them motherfuckers begging you to go buy them a chicken sandwich. A lot of them don't have it, yo.
0: No, nah, no, nah, it's the truth. I mean, that conversation is valuable because uh, most of us never had it. Right. And the concept of saving, when you start at a young age, you know what I'm saying, that discipline that they acquire, not even knowing they're acquiring it, right. it's gonna lead to better habits. You know what I'm saying? Guess. With the better habits, it's gonna lead to consistency. Then you got a consistent platform of saving and being frugal somewhat and then when they become teenagers and adults, they already have their platform. Most of us, you know, we learn how to budget and discipline ourselves out of necessity, right? Because you were fucking up so long, you start to be like, okay, this is, I can't, just can't, do I this. can't keep doing like, this. I'm, right. I'm working too hard to be on a treadmill kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? It. And yeah, so by starting that young age, he doesn't even realize it, and that consistency is gonna lead him, you know, what I'm saying, to a position of growth at a young age. So it's like all all he can do is go up if he's right. trained with that. Right. And we don't have those conversations with our with our children. Like, I probably could have done a better job talking to my son about that. But see, no you one had those
1: conversations with us though, neither. So it's, no, uh, no, no, it's no, hard for no. us no. to have those particular conversations with our kids if no one really ever had the conversation with us. So now when it comes to our kids and we know all the issues that we've dealt with and currently dealing with when it comes to financial management, we gotta pass those tools on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think for me right now, <clears throat> it's a crucial time to pass those tools on because my son is getting at an age where I see I see it in him he's hella materialistic you know what I'm saying the old, uh... that shit gonna turn into a broke little dude if he, if he don't fucking figure out a balance but he's materialistic based on the fact that he look at me and his mom we ain't no flashy motherfucking people but we got some shit you know what I'm saying and so it's like yo I don't spend my money crazy. I could, but I don't. I don't spend my money crazy. Right now, I'm all about saving and stacking my goddamn stuff. You know yeah, I mean? but kids don't see that.
0: Not nah, they. They don't. see whatever they see. Whatever you purchase as being phenomenal.
2: Right.
1: You
0: can have an average ass car. Yep. If it's better than your last car, children look at it as if daddy coming up.
1: Yep. Or if it's better than your last wearing... car
0: too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They just you living in a different house. And they mind, shit, mommy daddy doing their thing. Yep. We left this apartment, got to this house. Yep. They don't see the, the process. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Like From the outside looking in, you always doing better than what you really actually doing. You're right. Cause, cause black people love the presentation of wealth. Yeah. That's why Instagram is so popular. They love the presentation of wealth and they also love the presentation of, of visually representing wealth. Right. Everything, everything is visual with us.
2: Very
1: dudes
0: is going to dudes is going to car lots and taking pictures with cars. That's some nuts shit. They walking down the street and and seeing cars just parked and taking pictures. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those. Everything is the, everything is the visual thing. It all it all connects. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even gonna get into the pictures that are photoshopped and people adding shit and the fake stacks of money and hell, Amazon even sells
1: that shit now. Yeah, you can go on Amazon and get fake money if you really want that shit.
0: Stacks of bread. Get your ass shot. You got fake stacks in your pocket and you just got shot.
1: <laughs> you are, now you
2: gone for the
1: world. No, but that financial
0: literacy is powerful. And when you look at um pro athletes who make, you know, money that, you know, everyday people will never see. Even rich people don't even see you know, some of the money these athletes make. Without that financial literacy, you have a thirty by thirty with a thirty for thirty. You have a thirty for thirty on deck waiting to happen. Yep. Because they're professional athletes all the time that end up with nothing. Some of the stories are very, very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, like me being a Knicks fan, I know you might not remember. I know Ray Williams played for the Knicks.
2: Yep.
0: And after his retirement, you know, nobody knew where he was at. You know what I'm saying? They, they found him dead in the car. See, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He didn't lose all his money, but it's just he didn't have, this is my assumption, he didn't have the tools to maintain. Because right. you have this extravagant lifestyle. And then when you stop playing sports, especially if you're a single man, Right. When you stop playing sports and the women stop flocking around you and you stop getting in free to all the parties and the hotels and you stop getting a VIP treatment, Cadal Strawberry admitted to this. He said when baseball was over, the people stopped cheering for him. He was like, you know, what do I have? And outside looking in, people be like, oh, that's some bitch ass nigga shit, woo But we're always judging somebody else's circumstance.
2: Right. Based like so I can't you tell you how to feel that. pain.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I can't tell you how to feel pain. Right. I can't tell you how to mourn. I can't tell you how to mend your heart if something breaks your heart. right? Because a lot of people that end up suffering from depression that may lead to fatalities are the same people that laugh at other people that deal with depression. Because I've ran across situations where people that I thought, and I don't like saying strong, but people that I thought were grounded. Right. I'll use that word. Right. People I thought were grounded, when depression hit them, they exploded. right but these were the same people that were laugh at other people's depression as if it has no value. And right. we both say sometimes people throw the depression card out there. They do, but- The narcissist card. Right. That's, that's, not, that's not the dialogue we're bringing forth. Right, right. That's some sucker shit. Depression is nothing to play with. Hell no. You know, none of that, none of that. No game, no game on this show. We right. don't do that. Black male podcast don't do that. We no. speak on it sincerely. It's, yes. it's serious shit, but the people, that don't take it seriously always scare me. Because when they're faced with something, those be the ones who crack. They to, crack. Yeah, I was trying to they find fold. a political way to put it. They crack. Yeah, they and fold. a lot of times it leads to fatalities.
1: Yep, yep.
0: And then they'll say to you, I never felt like this before. I was overwhelmed. Right. So now you feel it. Anybody could be overwhelmed, man. I agree. I damn sure. So I, I, I remember when I was a drinker. When I look back at certain things I did when I was a drinker. There's a few times I kind of snapped a little bit that could have went bad for me. Very bad. You know what I'm saying? And and you don't, when I look back on it, I don't see myself now being that person. But that was a dark time. That was a dark space. And you have periods of time where the walls do feel like they're actually closing in. And you feel like everybody's against you. And it's like everybody's asking you questions you don't want to answer. Because everybody wants something from you and you don't have it. And it's not only money. No, no, it's not. It's- Everybody's pulling from you, pulling. and you have nothing to put back. And mm-hmm. as a man, you just feel like you have to say yes to everyone that you love. We definitely got to break out of that shit. Oh, I
1: don't. You feel no like got to. I don't. You definitely
0: feel like you got to say yes to your siblings, to your mother, your father, your significant other. You feel like you always have to say yes, and you always have to fix shit.
2: No, not no
1: more. I stopped that, that shit. That will kill
0: that will kill you.
1: I stopped that shit, bro.
0: That'll kill you. Facts. That'll kill you. Facts. There's nothing wrong with saying no. No. Nope. There's nothing wrong with saying I'm I, not saying no, but I'm saying no now.
1: Or I'll I can not do it. it right now. I'll think about it.
0: I have to take in your situation, I have to take care of some family things first. Yep. If I take care of that and I'm still capable, boom. My heart is with you, but realistically, I don't know if I can do this.
1: Yep.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with that? Then selling somebody you can, and then you can't, and then mentally you're killing yourself because you made a promise you can't keep.
1: Bro, I'ma put this out there once again, here a transparent (laughs) moment. My little brother, love him to death, but he's always asking for shit. He's always asking for shit. He's always it's always feel like he's looking for a handout. I love him, I love him, I love him, I love him. I had to tell his ass no. I said, nah, I ain't got it for you, bro. You gotta figure this one out on your own, because you can't keep leaning that leaning shit gets old after a while. It's like, yo, you always leaning, but ain't nobody can lean on you. So you got to go figure this shit out, man. And good luck to you yeah. on it. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. figure it out. You know what I mean? It has to
0: be a um it has to be a transfer of energy. You know what I'm saying? If we if we rocking like that and it's not always financial, some people are so limited to a financial scope. You know what I mean? We got to be able to depend on each other mutually. You know what I'm saying? If if the worst thing in the world, man, is when you know you're going out your way sacrificing for a loved one or a close friend and you ask for something simple. Right. And this, this just acts like you're killing them. It could be a simple thing like you go to the airport. You know what I mean? You don't you don't really want to mess with Uber. They're gouging the prices,
2: Right.
0: you know what I'm saying? You don't really know a lot of people. And if that's the case, we both know you don't really know a lot of people. Right. And you live like on the other side of town. Right. And I live near the airport. Right. And I'm 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 keeping it a band. One time you ask to get from the get you from the airport. Yep. What time you, what time you land,
2: nigga? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like, you talk you still talking. I'm like,
1: what? What time you land? Nigga, I feel I feel the same way when you was telling me the story about the I don't need no the don't explanation, man. What
0: the fuck you mean? When I mean you that's land?
1: like when you was just telling me the story about coming from the airport. And I'm like, Nigga, you, I know I live far from you. I would have still brought my ass up there to take you home. You know what I mean? I
0: have to I have to um I have to use all the steps before I call you for that. I have to make sure there isn't another option. If I didn't have that taxi option, I was going to call you. Because I wasn't paying $60. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I wouldn't have have let you. I'd have jumped
0: right in the challenge or the key. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm 15 miles from the airport. $60, you could have came down, we could have ate lunch. Yeah. And I might have spent $62 in total. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I'm not doing that. No, no, no. Right. Now, in Cali, that's like a regular price. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: New York, that's
1: like a regular price, but yeah. that's not where we are. No, we not in there. So
0: no, don't do me like
1: that. Shit, Atlanta ain't even that price. It? Like, and you know Atlanta New York New York and Cali Ubers are crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, compared I, to compared to here. Yeah, I've taken a Uber. Shit, the the yellow the yellow cab in um in New York is nuts. Yellow cab will get you there though. Oh yeah, it'll get you there. No motherfucker don't play no games.
0: You might
1: scare you a little bit, but the yellow cab is oh, crazy, no. buddy. Yo, let me tell you, this is side note. So, I I knew this chick in New York, and this is bad, but fuck it. I knew this chick in New York. We was in the yellow cab, and um, Shorty started um giving me top in the yellow cab. Ooh, right. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, this this nigga gonna see it, but fuck it. And he was like, he was like, um, you want me to spin a couple of blocks? <laughs> I was like. Yeah, let let you finish, man. I was like, yeah, go ahead, do that for me. <laughs> he spent a couple of blocks yeah. until finish off. I paid up and gave him a nice tip. <laughs> I was like, yo, good luck. Yeah, working, man, you can't
0: do that without a top off. <laughs> you walking around feeling funny all day because she ain't finished. <laughs> that Word. shit was hilarious. He was like, you want me to, to spend
1: a few blocks? I'm like, yeah, fuck it, why not? You remember the
0: show? Came on years back, taxi cab confessions. Oh yeah, yeah. They just have people in the back fucking this shit. Yeah, that shit was classic, sir. So. Yo, it's crazy how you can take any aspect of life and make a TV show out of that shit. You really can. You really can. You damn show sure can. You can be an Uber driver and have like Uber Chronicles and just have all kind of crazy people in the back. <laughs> that should be and kind people of sit fire. There. That would be and kind of fire. And people to watch that shit. You're you're gonna get at least a two season run before that it shit dies would be out. Fire. Yo, let's let's play this
1: Kevin Samuel clip, man. Yeah, most
3: definitely. That a lot of you understand. People go down and Ladies, a lot of you think you're special because you got your PhD, you got this career, whatever. And <laughs> men are starting to find that more distasteful than a lot of you know. I go down Instagram and I see so many women who are suited and booted and look. And I'm like, you do realize that you're taking these pictures so other women can tell you you look good. Because men aren't, looking, men aren't looking at this and seeing wives. Men are looking at this and seeing what a waste. Here's the thing that a lot of you ladies need to understand. Men will go down in looks to go up in co- cooperations. Ladies, a lot of you think you're special because you got your PhD, you got this career or whatever and men are starting to find that more distasteful than a lot of you know. I go down Instagram and I see so many women Oh, man. And and lit- so
1: <laughs> I just wanted to make sure they hear that first part that's why I let it play again alright and before I give you my thoughts what's your thoughts on that man
0: my problem with that is and this is the part about him I don't like I don't see first of all I don't know what the hell he's talking about I don't either I don't, have, I don't have a problem with a woman with a career I don't but see a lot of men that are Let's say financially wealthy. A lot of them do prefer to have a woman that'll just be home and wait to get fucked. I know some of them that's all they want, but that's them. That's not men. But that's I know, a certain percentage of men. I
1: agree, but I know some I know quite a few men that's financially groovy, like super good. They wealthy. Each one of their women, and I'm talking about black and white, and I got an Indian homeboy. Each one of their women are highly sought after, like intelligent women with careers that's popping.
0: Where they at, where so, they at mentally though.
1: What you mean? They love their wives. They they have vacations, no, no. they
0: do everything. Exactly. Exactly. That's not what he's talking about. I know that's that, not but what I'm he's saying, talking about. But he's
1: talking about these rich niggas that don't want their women to do nothing. And it's like exactly. dog, I see something totally different because these guys are rich as fuck. They teaching me, giving me game, and they're and they in their relationship, and their wives are you know owners. They this that Dog, They're the reason why I include my wife more on my business because they all said yo. If your wife is, if your wife shows ability and the knowledge, and she's smart, you include her in your business because that does nothing but help your shit grow. So that shit he talking about is some bullshit.
0: It is, it is he he. Definitely dropped the ball. What I didn't do, I forgot to look at the comments because I'm wondering. What, I did. Uh,
1: I read the comments, and they they yeah was, they was every, I say 80 percent of them was like, "Yo, that's some bullshit." And the quiet one was like, "Yo, I follow Kevin Samuels. I love what he does, but this right here, this comment here, is some bullshit."
0: I've never been around a man that had a problem with a woman with a PhD, but. There's also the the stigma on these type of women that they have bad attitudes, that they're stuck on themselves and all these kind of things. And that only applies to some also. You know what I mean? It's like, as black men, we hate being stereotyped. Right. But we do the same thing to women sometimes. All the time. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. And being that we're coming from a position of a black male, I mean, you got to be better than that. Like, you're stereotyping this person. You're prejudging this person Mm -hmm. because they have a career. There are plenty of women on this earth, and I know of some, that make good money and don't need you financially at all. Right, facts. But they are submissive to their man Yep. when he he earns that. And some men have a problem with the fact that I said when he earns that. You should have to earn that. You gotta earn that. And I I don't care. That doesn't mean money. That doesn't mean money, though.
1: Yeah, I agree. Doesn't mean money at all. Nope. You have to earn that. But I think you gotta earn that no matter what bracket your like financial bracket your woman in. My wife is not, I agree on that. My wife is not a millionaire, and no shit like that. But and she's submissive to me because I've earned that submissiveness. I've earned that. I've showed her the ability that I can handle situations and that I can be trusted when needed. So in in times of her being a woman, <clears throat> She is submissive to me. But I'm submissive to her needs. That's the other part people, they don't talk about. They just make it seem like women are the only ones submissive. Shit, we are
0: very submissive as well. Well, the if definition of the word if you're doing it the right. Word, doing it right. Around. right. But the definition of the word is, is not understood. And this is the thing. The old school mentalities, especially of the, the generations, couple generations ahead of us, like the parents that birthed us or whatever, most of them shit is the wrong information, first yeah, of all. Agree, I agree, You know what I'm saying? A woman being submissive to you has nothing to do with her doing everything you say. Nope. So a lot of people think for a woman submissive, she has to listen to everything. I'm the king of the castle. Or I'm the man of this house. I wear the pants. Right. I mean, you can wear the pants and still treat your woman like the queen she is. I agree. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's an honor and a privilege to be in a relationship with a, with a good woman right. and be that man. I mean, that should be respected. That should be cherished. That woman still needs to be honored. I agree. That doesn't make you a simp. That doesn't make you a sucker. That makes you take care of home. Yep. Period. And if, and, and it's crazy that people look at it as being a sucker. And if you look at all of the things we do, we out here hustling, risking our lives and freedom to buy a woman a new purse. Right. Or to buy a woman a car or to put a woman in a certain lifestyle just to go to prison and be told what to do every day. Right. While she starts fucking your man while you're in there.
1: That's going down. You know what I'm
0: saying? You risking life and freedom for another person. Right. So you're submissive to her desires because you're out here struggling to give her what she wants. And you think you're the one in power because you're spending your money. She's the one in power because she got you out here like a puppet on the string, risking your life and freedom, but you know there's no exit plan to it. Ain't no exit plan. You're
1: so we like don't the understand whole the whole subject.
0: dynamic of being submissive. No, we don't. You know what I'm saying? You worried about a woman being submissive to you and you a whole ass whole nigga. Whole ass whole nigga, son. Whole ass whole nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What you mean? We got to remember that. A whole whole, whole ass, ass nigga, man. You know, a
1: whole whole ass nigga. And, and
0: I say this, and we said this on another note. I don't remember, we talked about so many things. If people would travel and just go to other areas, man. See how other people are living. Man. It would make you think differently of yourself. Matter of fact, sit at a table with couples. Not no no toxic shit, just couples. Just hearing their their conversations and and the dynamic of it. Yo, if you've never been around, a lot of us, I'll say most of us, I think I'm saying most of us, most of us have never been around a a, a soulful relationship where the couple really, you know what I'm saying? You rarely see that. If you can count on your hand and don't have fingers left, good relationships that you know of, you good. I don't. I can't. I know people that've been together for 20 years.
1: Me too. But they but hate
0: each other fucking guts. Shit.
1: They hate each other fucking guts, dog.
0: Can't stand each other. He got a girlfriend, she got a boyfriend. The funny thing is, he got a girlfriend but he don't know she got a boyfriend. Yep. And she, she feel like he got a girlfriend, right. but she's so detached she don't even care no more.
1: Yep. I ain't trying to live my life yeah. like that, son.
0: Nah, that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. it. Bro. That ain't I, it. But Kevin Samuels is tripping on that one, bro, man. I, like, I think I
1: like he, Eric, he's, I his show, this show
0: right now, uh-huh. Kevin Samuels' show right now to me is like 2080. Okay. What I mean by that is, and I'm sure you already know what I mean mm-hmm. 20% I mean, of the time, he dropping some jewels. Right, right.
1: That other 80, bro, I don't know
0: where he's getting his shit from. That should be some. And bullshit. he's always talking about, when I'm talking to people, I know who, the like, hell you who know, are you bro? talking to,
1: dog? Because the niggas you talking to is selling you some bullshit, son.
0: He said, scrolling down Instagram. Bro, listen, man. I don't know who that man is. I I think successful black women are are very dope. I do too. There are some some successful black women out here that are actually great people. I agree. There are some successful black women out here that are fucking evil. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Just like there are some successful black men out here that do want to settle down and have a family. Back. And they're awesome, successful black men. I hear that are pieces of shit. It's
1: yeah. the same dynamic. It's the same dynamic, man. But that's but that's the thing. <clears throat> I think he bridges. He he personalizes everything into this 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 um. What's it, what what is he calling certain men now? He calling them high value men. High oh, value men. Yeah. He, he, men, he yeah. booking everything in high value men. And I'm sorry, fellas. Some of you motherfuckers ain't high value, dog. Some of you motherfuckers is really damn great value. A lot of you motherfuckers is great value niggas, dog. We around here, y'all that Walmart brand. A lot of y'all gotta stop that That I'm the high value man conversation, cause you not. A lot of he, based on He's basing it only on economics, though. That's it. And a lot of cats, yeah. all because you make six figures, don't or seven figures, don't mean shit neither. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, yes, financially you might be decent. In six figures, you could be the low six figures, you know what I'm saying, super low six figures, you just cracked the six figure line, you know what I mean? And and my thing is, a lot of those guys be feeling theyself and they feel like a woman's supposed to do whatever they say to do, but then, in reality, a lot of you motherfuckers are tricks. A lot of you motherfuckers are tricks for kids, man. You. You I don't want a woman that's You a bucket, Pay a bro. female to be in your being in your surroundings by buying her, all that goofy shit and paying bills and then putting on a putting on a Kevin Samuel suit and acting like you just highly sought after. No, bro, you a trick. The chicks know but then too, chicks know
0: who to trick and who not to trick They do. But then a chick like that will have a man on the side and then you'll play the female role and say I gave you everything. Yeah, that, that nigga on the side. But all they'll say is, I bought you this, I bought you that, I bought you this, I bought you that. Right. The dude on the side I don't, I don't
1: doing nothing but slinging wood. That's it, he's slinging wood. And he's And, and, and listening. listening. That's it? Oh, what that, Making nigga? A laugh. what that nigga do? Oh man. Yo, he he paying the rent this month? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He
1: gonna handle the rent? All right, cool, cool, cool.
0: We don't care. We don't care. He, he listening, man. walking with her, holding hands, doing the basic shit. Hey, man. You know what I mean? It's all part of it. You know, niggas a lot of niggas think just like pay a couple bills, that's it.
1: Yeah, I kicked it with this chick for a while where I was I was the, the side nigga. You know what I'm saying? When her when her dude when her dude was like she didn't give out she didn't give two fucks about son. She just had a baby by dude so she didn't want to leave. And plus dude paid everything. He was one of those flashy type niggas. All I was doing was giving a wood and conversation. That's it, that was it. Shorty would come by, clean, the shorty would come by, cook some food, bring some food, sit down, chill, give her a great conversation and some wood. That was it. a A
0: lot of women are in situations where, and this isn't even a justification, this is just trying to get an understanding of dynamic. Where they kind of feel stuck, you right. know, they have kids, right. they really don't have a family structure behind them, right. and a lot of times, a lot of times, the side guy is the guy that they actually want. That's a not necessarily that, that, not necessarily that person, right? right. But the, the kind of person, that, right. That's the guy they actually want. You exactly. know what I'm saying? But the man at home is the guy that they need, right? Is it fair? I'm not here for justification. I just try to find an understanding of, of it. It's what it is. It's part of life. And if you a side, if you if you if you a side dude, and I know most people don't think of it like this, even a side chick, yeah. You're the woman that you're the kind of woman he wants. If all you do is give him ass, that's the kind of woman he want. He just wants to fuck all the time and do nasty deviant shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> his, that's what he wants. Right. But that woman at home is stability. She might be willing to do that same shit though. You just never spoke to her or right, tried it. Right. But that woman at home gives you stability. She gives you a mother for the kids. And he looks at you and he don't see that. Nah. Like some women might look at us and don't see a husband, but they see a man that they want to be with all the time. That's they true. see a man they want to spread them yams for.
1: Yep. I appreciate it. Cause
0: a lot of time a lot of time the husband ain't getting that same sex you get. Nope. Cause you can think about it, but like, I know he ain't getting this. Nope. Cause if he was getting this, he can't be. he'd be on point. He'll be listening to that bullshit she be talking to once in a while. He yep. ain't getting this. I know he ain't getting this. <laughs> ain't no way in the hell he getting this, bro. I've like, been there
2: in like, the days.
0: I said, ain't no way he getting this. I've said it to him before. I'm like, he ain't getting this going. Nah. they like, nah, I don't be doing him like that. He yeah. don't be whatever, whatever, whatever. A lot yeah. of times it be cap. Yeah. But you know, sometimes it ain't
1: cap. Sometimes it ain't cap. It's like, yo, you sure you suck his shit like this? Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> like, you can't no way. I be But trying, a lot of women are I turned off.
0: Up. I've heard a woman even say, when she has sex with her husband, it's almost like she feels nauseous. Mm-hmm. But she's not even connected to him like that anymore. Damn. It's almost like just the, the family thing. Mm-hmm. And you have people that don't believe in divorce. Mm-hmm. They're worried about what their family think, especially people involved in the church. Right. Relationships mm-hmm. prolong, and there's no love in the room. I've been in a situation where I walk into a house and see my man that's married, and a whole house just feels crazy when you walk in the door.
1: Yeah, energy ain't where it need to be.
0: Yeah, you just walk in the door and you be like, yo, what's good? Everybody's like, Yeah, what's good? I'm like, whoa. whoa. I'm uh
2: Yeah, I I see
0: y'all later. this. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm about to I'm about to
0: leave. Try this again on another day. Right, right, right. But a couple that's cool when you walk in the house is like, hey, you know, whatever, whatever. Yep. So, you know, yeah, Kevin Sandwich got the ball on that one. He without did. question.
1: He did. Yo, let's let's play no, this, man. I know I said I ain't have shit. You got something?
2: You got something? No,
1: good. I want to hear what you gotta play. I'm gonna play this right here. This is about J.R. Smith. Worry you said
2: about this, myself, though. worry about me, yeah. worry about mine, worry about mine. I'm not gonna help nobody else who look like me build up when everybody else do it but us. I got Paul George sitting right here, I got DeMar DeRozan sitting right here, I got Russell Westbrook sitting right here. I'm literally sitting next to all of these dudes who are LA guys. I'm like, bro, I'm not counting your chips, but everybody else's. So you make 200, you make 200, you make 175, you make 150, you make 180. Why don't y'all have your own gym? Why we gotta go to UCLA to work out in LA every time? What bank gonna turn us down? We about to build this whole stuff for our community. We got the money. We don't have the mindset.
1: And that's all for I Am Athlete. That was in the latest episode that I, I haven't watched yet. I, I, had it, I have it queued up to watch. I know yeah. um Antoine Walker is on there and then um then you got um what's his name? I just said his name a few minutes ago. What's his name that was what, G- Smith. J. R. Smith. <clears throat> shout out to J.R. Smith, he went back to college, he's out, he's at um was it North Carolina um um A T. He's at North Carolina A and T. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's playing golf. He's playing golf, he's doing his thing, he got a shit, he signed an NIL deal <laughs> and everything as a golfer.
2: I
0: think he's like an like a honor student and shit.
1: Yeah, he's kicking ass, and he said he was never that because he has a severe case of ADHD. So he's like he's never, never been that. But he's like, yo, he, he's a reason for him going back to school and focusing, especially since um, bask since everything happened with the Cavaliers and playing basketball. He was like, you know what? Let me go back to school. Let me, you know, start working. And I think me personally, I think J.R. Smith is a is not a bad player. Um, I just think he was just in a. He was young. He came in in high school, he was young, so he never, he never, de- he never de- developed good habits. But he made a lot of fucking money. And the shit that he's talking about is correct. It, it's, the bad thing is, <clears throat> a lot of us, let's, let's not even put it on high level of money scale. Let's put it currently on our current scale. If myself, you, couple people that we know, we know we could come together and create something dope, but we don't because everybody, because motherfuckers all automatically think about the negative or think about themselves, oh I could do it myself, I could do it myself. I'll say this, fuck it, let me be super transparent. And I was gonna start a um, smoke shop before. All these smoke shops we see around North Carolina, see around Raleigh and area, stuff like that, they were just getting ready to start, but they haven't started yet. We was gonna start a smoke shop together. Um, we we already found all where we can get all the smoke, you know, like the hookahs and you know all that, the vaping and all that. And we was gonna have it like a little lounge because as long as you don't serve food, they can smoke in there. And uh, we are gonna have like a little humidor area for um, cigars and shit. <clears throat> um, his wife said, "You don't need him to do that. You can do that on your own." That's the downfall of a lot of black men though. They have so, these women with right. those kind of thoughts. But so instead of him saying, look, we already did this this far. We're both ready to invest. He listened to his lady. He ain't done it since. He ain't haven't done it yet. I gave him a second opportunity. We was going to do the um party buses together. You know, I'm ready to buy a party bus in the whole nine. His old lady said the same shit. Why well, you always need Sean to do shit? You could do this on your own. Still I think on another
0: level, another level though too, only not to cut the story off, right. I'm sure there's more to it, but as men, when you have women that aren't engaged with your activities and your movements, Right. those are the results you get most of the time. That's real. Because it has nothing to do with you needing somebody, it's business. Everyone has partners.
1: Yep.
0: Even if you're a sole investor, you still have partners somewhere. Whether it's a silent partner, whether it's a mentor, it's somebody. There's no billionaire out here that did everything throughout the whole process by themselves. So if you're gonna listen to a person with a, with a small-minded thought process through a cloudy-ass lens, right. when you have an opportunity of growth, you know, that's on you.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, first of all, a, a, a woman like that isn't, it, is it, that's not what you really wanna be married to. Because <laughs> right. everything you do, she's gonna find wrong in it. Because then if you do it by yourself, and you don't succeed, you a bitch ass nigga now. Yep. You can't do nothing right. Yep. Cause you're not gonna do it yourself.
2: Not at
1: all. And in
0: order to be a in order to be a great leader, you gotta understand how to be a follower, also. You know what I mean? It's a dynamic to it. You gotta know the full circle of the process. But a lot of sometimes people, a lot maybe of follow- somebody knows a little bit more than you. The person knows a little bit more than you then you learn that. Add that to what you bring to the table. Right. You take two minds together. you both bring something to the table. That's how you can succeed. Okay. Everybody wants to be the boss. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a boss.
1: No, it doesn't have to be that at all.
0: You're better at this. I might have to connect to get the smoke. You got to connect for the venue. We handle our business. At the end of the day, we come together. We got a smooth running function. At least we in motion. Part of that, you know, depends on how the people... Accept it, but we got our part together. You know what I'm saying? You might be great at promotion. Right. I might be good with ideas. I bring the ideas. You know how to make those ideas come to life. Right. I mean, some people got great ideas. Yeah. But they don't know how to bring it to they know life. How to bring it to life? You're right. That's some right. people know how to bring shit to life, but they not as creative. Nope. They not at all. But what you want to do it yourself for? Hey, Amen. Then some people don't know shit from shit.
1: <laughs> but that's the problem with us as a community, bro. We, we don't think about teaming up and building this shit together. We, I said that to say the mindset is always, you could do that shit yourself. You don't need such and such. You don't need this person. You don't need that person. You could do it on your own. And it's like, yeah, I could do this on my own, but it's so much better if we did it together as a collective.
0: Yeah, I think, I think Jared Smith, like I don't know him personally, so I'm not speaking on personal information, but I think he grew as a person since he's been away from the NBA, because yeah. life looks different now. Yeah. And listen to him talk, like I've heard him talk before. Listen to him talk, like that's not the same guy.
2: Nah, nah. You know what I'm
0: saying? It's definitely something that was in him, but that's not the same. That's why I was fascinated by the clip, because I was like, he right. Why do you have to go use all of their facilities to go train? Y'all can get your own facilities to train. Yep. You know what I mean? You can put the trainers up in there, you can charge just like they charge. And, and all
1: that does is make, um make fucking um, um, UCLA good because now you got all these high sought after um, NBA players coming to your gym to work out, train, and guess what? Those kids that come to the school to do the walk arounds and whatnot, to see the campus, they go there and they see that, especially if you're a sports player, you're like, oh shit, yeah. you got LeBron in here. You got yeah. here? You got this person here? You got this person here? Oh, they do this every year? They're gonna always. Go, yeah. They're gonna want to go there, dog. I mean, I'm be honest. I wanted my son to go to UCLA. You know, what I'm saying I wasn't a fan of. I, for a while is, I wasn't. I'm not. I'm, I wasn't a fan of HBCUs, and I wasn't a fan of HBCUs for this reason and this reason only when it came to the financial side of things. I've seen. I've. I went to Florida State, but I used to hang out at FAMU heavy. I saw the impact of those kids when the people that worked in admissions stole all those kids' money, and a lot of them had to get kicked out of school. Then when I talked to my daughter about the school that she's at, she said, yeah, that happened here too. And it's like, God damn, man. These kids already struggling to go to college. And they go to an HBCU and they're happy to be here. And you fuck it up for them by stealing their fucking financial aid. And I was like, see, I don't have those issues over here at this school. I don't have that. I didn't have those issues. And that, fam you, that shit have happened twice. And that's why I said, yep. So I'll take my ass to FSU, step my ass up the street. But as I got older and I got to embrace and uh, hang, and then also hanging out at HBCU with my daughter, it was like you know what. And then I saw my kids' reaction. I was like, shit, my boys like they love this vibe. They see people like them. I can, I know I can see my youngest going to an HBCU. So HBCUs are dope, though. They dope.
0: The problem yeah, of they it are. is they are very dope. The problem of it is, by any means necessary, a lot of times they hire us. And a lot of times, we don't act right. You know what I mean? Those issues with admissions and... and, and I think all HBCUs had those problems at one time or another. When I was there, there was a lot of funny shit going on in admissions. See? A lot of funny shit going on in financial aid. <laughs> but it's just a that, lot bro. of times, Why and it it's, it's not just know? us. Huh?
1: Go my, ahead, go ahead. My thing is this. think of it. Why is it it's something that's black related? It's always some scam shit going
0: on, son. Because we're the- programmed for fast money. Let's say you got a job. First of all, this this the thing I hate about that concept. A lot of people that work for HBCUs are people that couldn't find a job. Yep. Couldn't figure out their career. So and I'm not knocking that either. Everybody gets a break somewhere. Not everybody. Some people never get a break. You know what I'm saying? Right. You get a break. Let's say they give you a job, they're paying you 60 grand a year. Right. You wasn't making any money. You're making 60 grand. Some of these people live on campus too, so you have no rent. 60 grand. I'm gonna use that as an example. 60 grand. You see all of this money. Opportunities, let's say they maybe embezzle a hundred grand. You think nobody's gonna find out. You could have been making sixty grand a year with the potential to make eighty when you get promoted within the system. Because you can't move up. You can't move up. But we're looking at now. And instead of embracing that start off to a career to go somewhere else,
2: right,
0: men especially, what they doing? They fucking all the students. They drinking and smoking weed with the students. Yep. Cause the students are young adults, so it's not illegal. They're young adults. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not looking at the opportunity that the HBCU gave. Them. I know when I went to HBCU, a lot of former students ended up coming back getting jobs as you come back to homecoming, whether it's in financial aid, wherever, wherever. That could be the start of your career. You can mess around and be a financial aid director at a bigger school. Right. Or or whatever, whatever it is. Because my niece works for um Johnson C. Smith. See. You can have a good career within that. But we always on some scamming shit. We always got to find a way to hustle the system, even with PPP loans. That could have been a great thing. Yep. We yeah. was out here buying Lamborghinis and shit. So now niggas is getting 15, get 20 years. Man, they give fifteen, twenty 15, 20-year sentences out like nothing.
1: Bro, that's why I didn't get that shit, bro, because I saw a lot of people doing a lot of dumb shit, and I ain't want my name I was scared of
0: it. I was scared of that shit. I just, I just, in my mind, I felt like it was a setup. Yep, me too i was scared of that shit. I don't want nothing I can't work for. And sometimes I feel like I, I, I cut my own throat with that kind of mentality. But if I can't work for it, don't hand me out nothing. I just feel like there's some kind of plan to come back and get me later. Like, right. nah, I'm good. Word,
1: I'm with you there, dog.
0: Don't, don't give me nothing, there. bro. I'm I, nah, man.
1: Uh-uh, I'm all right. I'm with you there, man. But I think JR Smith and what he's saying is real. I think dope, until dope. we dope. change the mindset of our people, it's gonna be hard to um, embrace togetherness and us taking our money. Because like you said, there's millionaires, somebody 200, this person 200, this person 150, this person 180. Dog, they don't even have to take all that money, dog. They can literally take two million a piece and create yeah. the illest facilities you've ever seen in LA. You can find a space for for two million. And then yeah. the other, you know, six million could go towards building that shit out and making it sought after. And then you don't even have to get a fucking loan. You know what I'm saying? I know it's all about yeah. spending other people's money, but if everybody's two millioned up, you know what I'm saying? We don't even have to get a loan. We can go, all right, boom. We could build this development ourselves. We could purchase the land. The land is in equity because now we know we own the land outright. We own the building outright then we can make our money based on the the trainings that we do outside of making sure we give back to the community that the kids that come because dog it's no place for the kids to safely play basketball without no drama and get yeah. and then come and work out you know health wellness we got the fucking we got the fucking um um the shake shop in here you know somebody got meal plans going you got you know trainers that's working to work with the young and you got the trainers that's also working with the the major you know the major art the major um players and stuff like that you don't have that and you could build an outdoor facility with it. Bro I'm telling you like I say this. My my um nonprofit, saving by creating, it never fully got off the ground because the people I had brought in to help was more on some I could do this myself shit again. It was like, God damn, why keep running into selfish motherfuckers? And it's like, yo, if we work together, we all have the same plan and the same idea, but you motherfuckers don't want to do it now. Don't get me wrong, save it by creating. I just got my um my, um 501 C. you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I said, fuck it, I'll do it myself. I ain't tripping, you know what I'm saying? I know how to, I know I can put this shit off the ground. And if I want to, I can just put a five people in place to be on the board that I can recycle through and you motherfuckers don't really have nothing to do with nothing. You know what I'm saying? If we gonna do it like that, I can do it like that. You know what I mean? Well, I, I look
0: at that as, it's even with, with, with the podcasting, like we're right. doing this show together. Right. That doesn't mean you can't do things yourself also. Facts. You know what I'm saying? This is kind of like, it's almost like on the job training also, you know what I'm saying? You 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 get better, you're learning things and then when you branch off, you're stronger. It's like if you and I started a venture, doesn't mean we're not gonna do ventures alone. Facts. You can you can actually do both at the same time. And you know I promote that. I promote that. Yo, know I don't we are the only race of people that don't do that. There was a uh there was a clip. I don't know if I sent it to you. There's people that are into um, I think it was landscaping. Landscaping or some kind of home improvement. Uh-huh. Both of them are millionaires. Both of them. Are millionaires. And they're friends.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And the guy asked them what are they going to do to uplift their company? Because like one might do drywall, the other one does electricity kind of thing. One guy said, well, I'm about to open me an office across town, let's say like on Sunset, right? And he asked the other guy, what are you going to do? He said, oh, I'm getting an um, office on Sunset around the corner from him. We're going to do this again.
2: <laughs>
0: so every time one gets a job, the other one gets a job. See what I'm saying? So it's like..." One might do the drywall. Oh, you got an electrician? Well, I got somebody that does that.
1: Yep. Helping each other out, bro. Pass that information and around.
0: Both. Both of them. Me and yep. yep. Just pass that shit.
1: They are Both of them. are age. Just pass that shit around, Just, bro. That's all it takes. If I know that's how I that's how I play the game. Like literally, I got a client right now I'm building their website and they asking for some other services. Well, guess what? I know two other people. That can handle those other services. We don't we don't do that. I'm passing that shit right to my peoples, man. We don't,
0: but how does that hurt? I don't know, bro. That's like getting a job offer that you can't take, but you know somebody else it might fit. Right. Email the shit. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> Facts. I've done that.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I've done it a few times. Like, what they nigga? You already on the computer. Already. Right. You're not putting forth no effort. All you do is hitting the forward button. That's it. Take, maybe like, it doesn't fit the other person either, but no. you put something in the universe.
1: Hey, pass that on. Maybe you could find, maybe it'll work for you. Maybe it don't.
0: You know
1: what I'm saying? Man, it's, it's just
0: it's, it's, it's unfortunate. And I'm, I'm happy with J.R. Smith's growth, man. I think it's dope. But I think I think he had to step away from the fast pace of the NBA to pride himself. Cause he seems way more at peace. And hey, golf seems to do it for people, man. Yeah. Schoolboy Q got it started.
1: Your, your, arms, you know I mean? your arms too big for golf, bro. Pause. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I, I don't even have a comeback for that. I don't know. You can't put your
0: arms.
1: <laughs> you can't do this. You can't put your arms together and. Hit the... <laughs>
0: <laughs> see now, now, now I'm gonna have to go to the driving range because you said that bullshit, and I'm not gonna be satisfied. I'm not gonna be satisfied until I get my swing right. Yo, Just let's go to Charlotte. Let's go to
1: Charlotte and hit top golf, son. Ain't gonna tell you what, two hour drive. Drive there, Listen, to the golf. Slide
0: on back. I am not going to a driving range for the first time with your ass because I haven't swung a golf <laughs> club. Man, let me see. I haven't swung a golf club in over thirty years.
1: I I haven't swung a golf club a golf club in ten years.
0: When I played, I actually had fun. When I got, it was was a pastor that was cool with my father that taught me how to play golf. I don't think I'll ever be like into it, into it, but I had a good time playing. It was different, it was a challenge. I used to play with my uncle, man. They used to, I think I told this
1: story before, they used to bet fucking $100 a hole. I was like, yo, I ain't got that money so you know. I could bet like $5 a hole. (laughs) He was like, nephew, you just gonna have fun. Let's just have fun. I'm like, all right, cool.
0: It, it, it is fun. It's, it's a way that a lot of times men can bond. You know, yeah, a lot of deals are done there. Hell yeah. I mean, you can't really have deals on a basketball court. It's kind of too intense. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's yeah, kind of hard to negotiate while you're hooping. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, I tell, no, you, you, know. I tell yeah, you. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. All right, man. I, there's not much left we got, man. All yeah, all we
0: do man. People that mess with us man. I just want to apologize man. We have some app issues man. So I'm not shooting the clips out all week. Right. Um like I've been doing. We got to figure out how to uh, get the clips back out there cuz they weren't doing well for us reaching out to people and um, uh, you know, we got to get that back on and popping so we, we, it's not because we're not doing it. It's we're having an app issue.
1: Yeah. We'll we'll be back though. We'll be back with the clips. Don't even worry about it. Most me. definitely. Uh um, this is Blackmail Podcast. I'm Tall Sean. TS is who I am. Trey that is
0: is who I am. <laughs>
1: Yo, catch
2: us Tuesday, man. This guy here. Peace. Yeah.